Those all-purpose cleaners your mom used to use are full of harmful chemicals. Your mom sucks. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Welcome to Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast for parents. Hey, you can download this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play Music. Be sure to subscribe and give us a review with your thoughts about the show. Thank you to No No Momo F2 for her review where she said, Thanks, ladies, for always being real about motherhood and parenting. I love that you're so relatable, and I see I'm not the only one struggling with similar things. Thank you, thank you. I couldn't stop laughing with you during the episode of Dad and Buried. He was funny, yeah? Yeah, he was good. I liked him. I followed him on Instagram. I was already following. I don't follow people. I heard that it makes you uh, look cooler if you don't follow people, so I'm trying to look as cool as I can over there. Okay. I don't even follow you, so. Just kidding. (laughs) I'm your host, Meredith, from That's Inappropriate. And I'm your host, Tiffany, from Juggling the Jenkins. This podcast will discuss all things marriage, motherhood, and everything in between. Please remember, we're not professionals at anything you may actually need, so any advice we give you can take or leave because it might be crap. On today's episode of Take It or Leave It, we are talking uh, about GMA host Laura Spencer's outrageous comment about mocking Prince George's ballet classes. A (gasps) 23-year-old college student... Who fell off a balcony six stories up and broke 110 bones. And the 15 best things about being married that only married people understand. Nice. Let's open this show with a mom fail moment. We're here because we've all struggled as moms and anyone who says they haven't is a lie bagger. All right. So my mom fail. Um, I got... Home from L.A. at like 11 o'clock at night on Wednesday. Thursday morning, I was getting the kids ready to take them into school. My youngest son hands over his progress report. And I start signing it without even looking. And then I turn and look at my husband. And I'm like, does this say F on his progress report? Mm. I'm so confused. And my husband looks at it and he's like, this says F. And then I look at my son and I said, did you get an F? And he said, Yeah. And I said, did you know about this F Mm. when you got the progress report yesterday? Right. And didn't think to share it with us? And he was like, well, I knew you'd be mad. Obviously. Obviously. And so, of course, my brain automatically went to, because I'm traveling so much, because I'm so busy working, because I have all of these things going on, I am epically failing as a mother right now. My kid is failing language Mm. arts. What is wrong with me? Get your shit together. Hashtag be better. And so I just turned I, – I literally t- like started raging. I yelled at him. I yelled at my husband because I felt that he didn't look concerned enough. You yelled at the doctor who birthed <laughs> your son? I was just – I was in a rage. I drove them to school. I parked the car. I got out. I went into the front office, requested an immediate meeting with the teacher. No, Karen. Which, by the way – I was not upset at all with the teacher. If she gave my son an F, he deserved every ounce of that F. I knew that walking in there, but I wanted my son to see me interact with this teacher and be like, this is legit. This is real. I am super upset right now. You should be super upset and worried for your life. Yeah. And so we talked it out and she explained that he simply just rushes through his work because he has no interest um, in taking his time. And um, she said the last test he took 
he got 100%. And she goes, obviously, the kid can comprehend. He just doesn't – he doesn't want to do it. And right. I was like, well, I don't want to pay my bills, but the repo man sucks. <laughs> okay. So we all have to do things we don't want to do. So – but I literally was driving home after I had calmed down. But I was I was feeling the weight of the world, and I felt that that was a failure on me. Yeah. And I shouldn't have handled it that way. I should have been calmer. I shouldn't have yelled at my husband. I definitely should have yelled at my son. Yeah. But probably not like to within an inch of his life. Right. But it made me so angry and I felt like I had missed this because like how do you go from everything's fine to an F and not notice? Yeah. And I didn't. I get that. We didn't notice. Like we we didn't know. Like there – it was just – so I actually – I got the teacher's phone number and we're texting now. Really? Yep. She was like, it's totally cool. I'll text you. Now, I don't know if I just scared her to within an inch of her life. And you're like, give me your number well, now. Because there's a classroom app, but there's something wonky with it. Because sometimes I can see my daughter and only her. And then other times I can see my son's account, but there's like flip-flopping. And so I wasn't getting updates that she had been sending. And Brian she goes, hacked it. <laughs> so she goes, you know what? You know, let me just give you my phone number. And um, she texted me. And so we chatted for a minute. And then I was like, oh, okay. But yeah, I went I went crazy. But I can see how I you would blame end. yourself for that. I'd be I the did. same way. I did. I blamed myself. This has somehow got to be my fault. Yeah. I get it. That's but where it, I went. Yeah. It probably is. Yeah. To absolutely pages like, yep, not the teacher's fault. Not at all. Yeah. I backed her up 110. Meredith showed up. She's like, I'd like to speak with your manager now. <laughs> no, I was. And then I complimented the teacher to the principal on the way out. Aww. I go, she's doing a great job. Everything is great. She goes, why do you look so angry? I'm like, this is anger at my son mm -hmm. and myself. And she's like, oh, oh, okay. And I was like, you guys all have a great day. And then I just <laughs> stewed in my car for another 20 minutes. That's anyway, funny. moving on. I get it. Okay, Meredith. Yes. I have a question for you. Why did the square and triangle go to the gym? Okay, I, I really didn't look at the, I didn't look at it. So why did the square and the triangle to go, go to the gym? Yeah. To get in shape. Is it right? Yeah. To stay in shape. Ha ha. Yeah. Well, it makes sense. You're not allowed to put these jokes on Meredith's page anymore. I didn't it's look. cheating. I didn't cheat. It's shapes in the gym. Because <sighs> they're shapes. Right. Yeah. It's a good one. Oh, You've man. never been this excited about a joke. Maybe you should guess them right from now on. <laughs> so we've got uh, trending parenting news. Did you see this? Nope. Okay. So GMA's host, Laura Spencer, caused quite a bit of outrage after she mocked Prince George's ballet classes. So this is – so basically what happened was everybody's always obsessed with English royalty, right? Yeah. We're always talking about what – you know, Dutch, the Dutch and Duchess or Dutch. It's not Dutch. It's Duke, you moron. I said Dutch. I don't know anything about it. So anyway, it. Meghan Markle marries Prince Harry. They just had a baby. You've got Prince William and Princess Kate and their kids, blah, blah, blah. And everybody's always, you know, what are the royals wearing and what are the royals Why? doing? I don't know. Because they're, it's a thing. People obsess about it. Ask Eric. He's a huge fan of Meghan Markle's. He would So be. anyway. Um, I guess they gave a rundown since Prince George is going back to school. Mind you, he's an element in elementary school. He's a little kid. And they read off his class schedule and it was like computer science and English lit and this and that. Mind you, he's probably like kindergarten, first, second grade. He's a little kid. But one of the classes on his schedule was ballet. Mm -hmm. And so the host 
the co-host of Good Morning America, generated some controversy when she poked fun at that. She basically said, um, she looked into the camera and said, good luck. Keep going. Oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering, am I supposed to be talking directly into my microphone or off to the side? Am I too, am I wrong? Because this whole time I'm like trying to adjust it so I have the perfect angle and I look at Meredith and hers is right in her face. Straight. <laughs> you need like to Ding not. dong <laughs> to the face. So I. <laughs> I just want to make, it's on her forehead. I just want to make sure I'm doing it right. <laughs> okay. Sorry. That's what I thought. I can't do anything right. I'm just, Never can I ever. I get out into the hallway and Dave, tell, Dave tells me, hey, proper podcast etiquette. And I'm always getting yelled at constantly. Constantly <laughs> getting constantly getting yelled at. Okay. Where where were we? You were talking about the royal people. The royal family. I, I, there isn't much I like about either of you right now. I'm just <laughs> So she basically says, while a well-rounded education is typically something to be, or what they said was, while a well-rounded education is typically something to be celebrated, Laura Spencer basically made this awful comment. She said to Prince William, who is Princess George's father, um, let's see how long he loves ballet. Um, And she basically chuckled after that. She said, I have news for you, Prince William. We'll see how long his love of ballet lasts. And she laughed. Does she have personal experience with a kid not loving ballet? No, but I think she was basically going to this whole um, male macho masculinity thing of like boys don't do ballet. They're not going to like ballet. And it caused a massive up uproar. And all of a sudden there were like ballet companies standing out front of GMA in New York city doing dance numbers. And <laughs> like, no, like not a joke, like legitimately <laughs> not a joke. And it's, and the thing is when you think about it, there are tons of men who are, who do ballet and who, who are cho- choreographers. That's how you say it. Right. Yeah, that's they, they choreograph music yes. videos and all sorts of things. So yeah. men in dance isn't something like new. Right. And it's definitely not something that I think you should be poking fun at because number one, who cares? And number two, it's actually a really challenging and difficult like it's a sport. Like ballet, you have to be super athletic. Mm-hmm. So I can't even imagine like being not you know, just poking fun like that. It was it was Wrong. She was wrong. One of my favorite shows in the world is So You Think, think You, you can, can Dance. Yeah. yeah. I am always so amazed with the men and women. But um, the, the reason I laugh so hard is because I just – I'm. it's not funny that they did it. It's just the mental image that I got outside of Good Morning America. You know what I mean? Oh, they were they were dancing in Times Square. They're like, we are going to choreograph an FUGMA dance well, and perform it. And it was funny because it. a lot of people um had warm fuzzies for Laura Spencer. And I've watched her on GMA and I watched her before she was on GMA. They had when what? She, like like they liked her as a as a host, a co host on the show. So that's how you say you like somebody? They the have warm, warm fuzzies? fuzzies? You get the warm fuzzies? Okay. I just, um, I've heard about, yeah, that's, I, don't, I, I usually just say like people dug her, people liked her, not people had warm 
fuzzies. This is how it's going to go today. I see exactly (laughs) where this is going I didn't know what you meant. I meant that people liked her. Okay. And a lot of people were basically like, this was uncalled for. Twitter went up. Instagram went up. Facebook went up. And so she did issue an apology. And she said, my sincere apologies for an insensitive comment I made in pop news yesterday. From ballet to anything one wants to explore in life, I say go for it. I fully believe we should all be free to pursue our passions. And so she obviously realized that it ruffled a lot of feathers and upset people. So she came out and she apologized. But it's like we're almost in 2020. What? Why does anybody care if you choose to do ballet? Why does anybody care if you choose to play the harmonica? Why does anybody care? Like, okay, but I always like to play devil's advocate. You uh-huh. know that I try to see things from all sides. And not that I'm saying she was right, but like you said, it's 2020. Why are people getting so up in arms about a comment? I think they basically were saying it's not your job as a news media organization to perpetuate uh, toxic masculinity, which is basically saying like boys won't like to dance because dancing isn't for boys. So is that what she meant? Are we sure that that's what she meant, though? Because it's pretty vague. I don't know. I try to I just it's in my DNA to try to see because I hate it when as as somebody who's in the public eye, my biggest fear in life is having the internet and people turn against me. Mm -hmm. And because of that, I walk on eggshells constantly and I'm constantly trying to make sure I don't offend anybody with my words because it's difficult to do. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, she made a stupid comment. You know what I mean? Like, but why do I just feel like us as a society in general tend to like Megan Kelly got fired Mm -hmm. for, she made a comment about, you know, she didn't understand what the big deal was about blackface or whatever, like ignorance, right? Just Mm -hmm. like ignorance and being in the public eye and having to come up with witty stuff all the time and having to deliver news live on camera. I can understand how difficult it would be to not slip every now and then. And so she said, we'll see how long that lasts. I don't know what you were asking me to look at. I something in specific. I don't know. Maybe it's because I just, it takes a lot to offend me. Like, Well, and here's the thing. She did what was right, which was apologize, even if she didn't mean it in an offensive tone, which odds are she probably didn't. It probably slipped out as, yeah, right, this kid's going to like ballet and didn't mean it in a m- malicious way. Right. Oh. Dana says warm fuzzies. Love it. We all know what warm fuzzies. What? Oh, so- somebody. Oh, I thought you did- how did you do I that? Oh, somebody said Tiff watch the clip afterwards. She was making fun. It wasn't nice. And if that's the case, then I take back what I said. Well, and here's the thing. Once again, she did what was right. She said she was sorry. Um, It if it was obviously it was offensive to people because they they voiced their concern. And because she is the face of a huge media organization. That can be tough because her voice is reaching millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of people. So you have to make sure that voice is responsible. That voice should be responsible as well as the fact that I – after – before I had kids, I always thought I was going to raise – athletic children and they were going to be straight A students and they were going to do everything right all of the time because I was going to be the perfect parent and blah, 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 blah. And now um, 14 years in, I've got a kid with an F, one with a D in math and um, 
uh, one kid who plays sports, you know what I mean? And like another kid who is a Fortnite addict, you don't know what the hell is going to happen. Right. And so now I just realize, let's roll with it. And if I can hopefully get them to love what they're doing and enjoy it and pursue a passion and they grow up and they're not douchebags, I'm good. Does Laura Spencer have kids? I don't know. Or whatever her name is. Laura or Laura? Is, I don't know. What I don't get say? to watch TV ever, so I don't know the names of these. I saw this on Twitter. People. Right after it blew up. Did you up. see the clip itself? Yes. I watched the clip. I'd be interested in seeing it. She she made a giggle and it seemed a little sarcastic. Well, okay. But I pick up on sarcasm because it's the only language I speak. Man, I'll tell you what. If I was ever offered to do like a lie, like, hey, Tiffany, we want you to be a member of the Today Show interviewing people and being live. I would have to turn it down. <laughs> Yeah. As much as I would not like to turn it down, I would have to because I would, I would. We do have an issue with filters here. Mess it we? up. I would mess it up. That's, it's such a tough job. I have um, some empathy toward her and yeah. that, you know, the back, I know what it's like that, you know, to get that kind of backlash and then people just jump on the train and before you know it, it's like. You've been bulldozed. Yeah. And you want to. I, well, I want to, what is it? Hope for the best. Prepare for the worst. I don't know. I meant to just say, I hope. Give her the benefit of the doubt? Yes. Let's. Next story. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, sorry. That was your eardrums. I don't know. Phil, we're going to need to lower that. (laughs) We're going to crash cars. We need that cackle at a three. (laughs) Okay. All right. So. Dude. You saw this? Oh, my gosh. I didn't believe it because where did I see it first? I forget where I saw it first, but I was Daily like, Mail or something. I was like, there's no way this is real because they showed a picture of her oh, yeah. hanging upside down off of a huge balcony. Oh, and I'm yeah. like, no way. So I went to Stockton and uh, I can't 80 feet. Yeah. She's 23 years old. She was doing a yoga pose. college student. College, and the reason I chose this story is I want to say this is a college student. So we technically, or you couldn't, but I technically could be the mother of this child. And it makes her like, like I saw this through the eyes of a parent. This is a 23 year old college student. Right. She falls. For the gram, right? She was doing it for Instagram, allegedly. Instagram. She said to her friend, hey, take a picture of me doing this yoga pose on this balcony railing, we are on the sixth or eighth floor of this condo. I'm going to do this extreme pose because I want to post this to Instagram. She then slips right after the picture was taken, falls 80 feet, and breaks 110 bones. I'm honestly shocked she's alive. That's over 50% of your bones. (laughs) true story how do you know because you have 200 and something bones in your body and she broke 110 okay i feel like that's true i thought there was only can we google it i i, I feel like there's 208 bones in your body 31 there's not 31 231 oh you're just piggybacking off of my guess right well now. no i knew there was it's like 308 it's you can't keep changing your guess how many bones are in the human body Shit. Wait, you disappear, some disappear? He yeah, said when you're birth- born, that's why you're more malleable, like a little bendy. And that's why you have to be careful because your bones are fusing when you're a baby. Okay, so 
Authorities told El Imparcial that the only reason for the fall is an accident. Well, okay. <laughs> As the balcony and rail. Oh, they must be. What? As the balcony and rail are structurally sound, meaning our building is not responsible. Right. For this hangy yoga They're basically girl. saying she did this on her own. This wasn't like a trip and the balcony wasn't the right height or this, that or the other thing. She had to have wanted to do this. And that's what's, and you know that people aren't feeling bad for this girl. They're probably I, all hating, kicking I don't her when feel, she's down. I don't feel bad for her. I Because do. she made her, she, okay, as a mom, do I feel bad? Do I feel bad that she's hurt and like very hurt? And do I feel bad for her family? Yes. Does this trend of being of doing completely out, outrageous, stupid shit so you can post it online? Does it tick me off beyond belief as a parent because I don't want kids to see this stuff and try to repeat it and right. do it over and over again? I'm angry about that. Interesting. Hanging off bridges, hanging off effing yeah. balconies, taking pictures at the top of a mountain's side. But with your back to the to the edge so that you can see straight down in one trip. You know how many – six people died in the Grand Canyon this past season from taking selfies. So the reason is what bothers me. But like how do you feel about skydiving or bungee jumping or like driving a car at a fast pace? I feel that those are all poor choices. <laughs> but that's mostly because I – I'm afraid of 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 any type of dangerous situation. Okay. And so I don't want my kids to think these things are fun, but at some point they're going to grow up and be allowed to do this stuff, but like I would never get strapped to something and then just like jump. I think I think it was a dumb decision and had she not hung off the balcony, she wouldn't have 110 bones broken. Yes. But I also feel bad that she has 110 bones broken. I feel bad. I didn't say I didn't feel bad. You literally rewind the tape. I don't feel I don't feel bad for her because she made her she okay you said I don't feel bad I I feel I feel bad for her and her injuries and her family I think that it was such a stupid thing to do and it perpetuates a problem that we have in social media where kids do stupid shit to take pictures to get likes on a social media platform it's dumb yeah it's very scary I would hope that uh, this would be a lesson to many people I hope so. I hope. I hope. Maybe she'll co- speak out about it. I hope she know? does. And I hope they this... take pictures of her in the hospital recovering, and she writes a really nice caption like, "Please don't do something stupid like this for Instagram." I'm really sorry I did this. Yeah. Because this poor girl is going to have physical therapy for probably years. Yeah. Like she, she is literally. Like the fact that she survived this eighty feet dude. is insanely crazy. How high is 80 feet? Four stories, look, you look, said. No. Each story is 10 feet. Eight stories? That's what I'm saying. How like, is she alive? What did she land on? I don't know. She just landed on the ground. All that yoga came in handy. She's super bendy. You know what I mean? What, how many bones was in the body, by the way? 206. Ooh, I was closer. You were not. I said 208. Yeah, I said 207. You did not. Rewind the type. <laughs> 31 231 well no i knew there was it's like 308 <laughs> you said like you tried to piggyback and went 231 311 518 <laughs>
can you talk a little bit? I'll be right back. I'm trying to get my nutrition in check, okay? And okay. I don't want to mess this up. It's my first day. But don't they're on the counter. Can you also please bring me a water? I'd one like slice a water of lemon. As well. No seeds. Eight ice cubes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. My water's on the counter too. Thank you so much, Dave. Um, okay, you guys. So there's nothing like being married, am I right? <laughs> yes, marriage is work, but with just the right amount of effort from both parties, coupled with love and a willingness to go the distance, a marriage can be blissful from the moment you say I do to the time you are both old, sitting in rocking chairs, holding hands, and reflecting on the moments in your life that mattered most to you. Does anybody here believe that? That sounded really nice. It did. Was your marriage blissful from day one? I mean, I knew him for five months and I was pregnant and living in a halfway house. So not really. Okay. <laughs> Mine was a little different, but no, I don't think it can be blissful every second. But what I did think that was nice about this and the reason that I pulled this article was because I think a lot of times we talk about the pitfalls of marriage yeah. and I thought it would be nice to talk about the really great things about I love, marriage. I love it. Because Me and my husband's relationship has been amazing lately. See how great that is? It yeah. ebbs and flows. Can you just answer it, please? Here, I'll answer. Somebody is trying to it's give it to me. Meredith's about to lose Stupid. her mind. I am. <laughs> Hello? Oh, hey, Meredith. Hello? Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I totally forgot. She um, has an interview in at podcast, noon. And everything got jumbled up with a hurricane coming to Florida. You were so mad. And 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 we had to reschedule our podcast to today. I was supposed to be able to talk to you at noon. My my sincerest apologies. I've been yelling at my phone, hitting decline every time it rang because we're literally live in the middle of a podcast. It's your fault. Jesus, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I can call you back later this afternoon. I'm so sorry. Bye. Shit. That was on me. That was on me. Give me the phone. I can't take it. I'm just going to put an end to this right now. Hello? Hey, it's Jessica. We had an interview at noon. That's so on me. Oh, my gosh. That's the best thing that's happened all day. Yikes. E-doodles. Okay, put it back. Today's just a shit show. Please tell me that that was live. Did they no, s- they didn't get to see it. Oh, didn't get my, my gosh. Did they? Yeah. How can they hear it? The oh, oh, Lord. Oh, they can hear, but we're like yeah. frozen? Oh, Weird. Just, put it, just stop. Dude, you guys. Stop. It's my fault. Was that important? It's. It was an interview for Romper. They're doing a, an article, and they wanted to include me, which is so nice of them. Which is why I was <laughs> they're like, not anymore. That's <laughs> yeah. for sure. You are not. You are not included anymore. And I probably answered it really bitchy too. Did I say hello? I don't remember, but your probably face. did. I was she, and then I couldn't hear it. kept It kept going in and out, and then she was like, "This is Jessica from," and I was like, "Oh." My sphincter got really tight. I was like, oh, okay. I'm so sorry. So, yeah, I'm. Completely... Please leave that in, Phil. They look, Mary... they heard the whole thing. We heard it. We heard it. I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't the only one that witnessed this beautiful experience. I forgot that. Dude, I felt the tension because I know how you get when you get like. Frustrated, and so I was like, "Oh, somebody's gonna get it. Who's it gonna be? Me. I'm the one who got it because it was all me and my fault. 
I'm so sorry. That was incredible, dude. I feel so bad. She's like, you can just email me back or not. I hate you. <laughs> Poor woman. I'm so sorry. Jessica, shout out. My apologies. Oh, my God. Dude, that was bad. Um, this hurricane has me all sorts of ways. I got I'm all. Oh, I know. I was wondering where I'm on. Hurricane. Thank you. All right. So let's talk about marriage. Me and my husband's relationship has been really great and we've been communicating. We found out each other's love languages and we're Aww. both working really hard to like do that for the other person. I'm telling you, it makes a difference. And this is not sponsored, but you've got to figure out what you're that's spot by who love language author. Oh, I was going to say like I heart Cupid or some no. like the dating <laughs> site. This is not sponsored by match.com. No, but if you guys don't know about that, you should really either check out the book or Google it. You know what I mean? Because well, what happens when your husband's love language is simply sex? <sighs> that's a different uh, touch. So then it's touch mm. and you follow those instructions. Insert here. Thank what you. Is- Dave, do you like being, I don't want to put this on the camera cause I'm not like promoting this yet. Did you just drop I'm just it? kidding. I'm not promoting it ever. I don't ever want to promote any kind of supplement of any kind. I like how you just put a blanket statement out. So all, anybody who is interested, I don't know how many I'm supposed not. to take. It says two. Oh, okay. He read it for Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> all right. So tell me about marriage. Well, what they're saying here, it's just like the great, great things about being married. So you get to share everything, which, of course, the pessimist in me sees two sides, right? So it's like you get to share everything and it's like you have to share everything um, because there are definitely days where I think that that's great. The sharing stuff is great. And then there are other days where it's like I just want to have my own space or my own stuff. Yeah. But and I think I go in between there. I think sharing everything means like family home you know you get to share life experiences yeah thank you yeah and it says like you get you share everything from food to toothpaste to your belongings your entire life oh my gosh it does say that okay yeah. that's a little weird um but i think that it's i think sharing stuff can be great and then that's not a selling point for me sharing <laughs> i don't like number one i don't yeah. think um number two you learn that all marriages have their ups and downs but the laughs along the way are what's most fulfilling. And I have to agree with that because you, is it Tiffany's Did you turn dismiss for an interrupting? Or smooth? I don't know how to dismiss. You just hit the dismiss button. God, we're really bad today. Um, but I can tell you like, you know how you say I have a fake laugh? You? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So not only do I have a fake laugh, but he has a fake laugh. Yeah. He, my husband. And so I know when my husband is giving me the fake laugh and the real laugh and the real laugh is actually really fun. But like when I'm trying stuff out on him, like, like comic wise, like doing like jokes or things or that or the other thing, I've yet to have him give me the real laugh. Oh, but he's trying to be nice. So he does like a pity. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. So we laugh, but mostly it's just him laughing at me. So maybe you're not. Yeah, that could be it. Um, you have the greatest shopping partner. What? Or true ride or die. Do you agree with that? That's a joke. Because my husband will not shop with me. That is a joke. I have never felt more pressured. I feel like I'm on supermarket sweep when I'm trying yeah. to shop with my husband. Yeah. Because he's like, are you done? Are you done? He's just following me looking miserable. And I'm like, I can't even enjoy like reading all the products and looking at all the jewelry. And I and I'm also really bad at this because when Dave shops for clothing, it's like it's like taking out 
like the most intense woman who's looking for clothing. He is such a terrible, he has to try everything on. He has to, he, then he'll take pictures of himself in it. And it's like, wow. what is happening right now? Busted. Dave, Dave, do we not take pictures of what you're wearing and send them to Eric so that he can approve? Oh my God. Do you send them to your my gay, my gay. No, because you are so intense when you go shopping. It's like in between sizes. He's that's what he'll tell me. Understandable. It's like out of here. So I don't know. Maybe you do have somebody who shops with you. My spouse doesn't. Studying your mate to see how they adapt and change to things, and that's actually I've we've changed so much. I think probably over the last since. Our 16-year wedding anniversary is in a month, and I feel like we've changed a ton over 16 years. Yeah. So you do study, and you do see see how you've shifted and things have changed. Mm -hmm. He's actually become more of a yeller, which is funny. Um, And I've actually, believe it or not, this is more relaxed. This is actually better. 80%? I was such a a high-stress... Anal retentive sphincter holder. This is, is that like, what anal retentive means? Yeah. Mind blown. Yeah. Six. You get to see them for who they really are. Before others do. Yeah. True. You get to date your spouse every day. That's how I feel about that. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. Do you even go on dates? I saw you go on a date night. Sometimes we last go on week date or nights. Before. Not often enough. No, but I did see you post a picture and you're like, we're going on a date. Yeah, that was literally a month and a half ago. But you went out to eat like with no kids. I don't remember. We went to a comedy show. Oh, nice. Yeah. Was it funny? Yeah. Good. See? Date. It was Josh Blue. (gasps) Oh. And then he Instagram messaged me after. (gasps) What? Did you meet him? Yeah. I I got a picture with him, but he messaged... I tagged him in a picture, I think. And he messaged me and said, thank you for coming to my show. And then he asked me a question, a random question. Well, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. You get to work together to solve problems. I don't know. I feel like that happens sometimes, but a lot of times we're each other's problem. So it's like, how do you solve that? But I think that's probably true with the kids. Right. You're trying to solve problems with your kids, like the problems you're having with your kids. That's why I think it's important that you're on the same team when it comes to parenting. Yeah. And that can be tough. You know too. what? Uh, can I can I just give you a list of my favorite things about marriage? OK. Um, My favorite thing about marriage is being able to just be like, I need to tap out for a second. Can you please deal with this? Like when the kids are all over the place and they're jumping and they're crazy and you're trying to get them dressed and they're not listening um, your husband understands, wait, I don't know what I'm talking about because a lot of husbands might not. And then I don't want to make people feel bad. Oh, well, but, but if we, I had asked you this question six months ago, would you say that he was doing that? No. So that's not, so, but it's a learning curve. I mean, no offense, honey. Does he actually listen to our podcast? No. Yeah. He doesn't know then. So what I'm saying is that's, that's part of this process and that's okay too. Cause the same with Dave. Like everybody's like, you're just lucky because you have a supportive husband. And it's like, bitch, were you here years one through 10? Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? And not that he wasn't a, a good father and a good husband and a good provider, but there were, there were, and I was not, 
I was trying my best to be a good wife and a good mom and all those things, but we mm. weren't always the best for each other. We weren't always being our best for each other because it's hard. It's really hard. And I think a lot of times people assume marriage is going to be easy and right. it's anything but that. Right. But then there are definitely times when you're, when things, by the way, what year are you in marriage? Um, February of 2014. I'm not good at math. What is it? 2020 is six. Okay. Okay. So actually you're coming towards the end. You're going to the beginning of year six. Do you know the hardest year of marriage is five? So like. I disagree. Okay. What do you think the hardest one was? So I think the hardest, I think the hardest year one was. One through five. Yeah. When my husband was working and he was gone all the time and I was a stay at home mom with all the kids and we couldn't relate to each other. I was jealous of him getting to leave and go places. He was jealous of me getting to quote unquote, sit at home all day. He was exhausted when he got home and I would hit him with bad news the minute he walked in the door. And, um, but ever since then, like it was when I got back from tour, yeah, something crazy happened and he just like had a newfound appreciation for me and desire to like be a part of. And so, you know, he quit playing video games. He quit, he started like learning about himself and reading books every night. And it's, I don't know what happened. I think I've said it before, but like he either is cheating on me or like is had a revelation because he, we're going to air on revelation. Okay. <laughs> I he's a new person. Yeah. But I think that that can happen when the roles reverse because it happened with my husband and I, and he was like, Oh my God, I realize what you do every day. And like all the stuff you have to deal with and the kids. And I mean, it was, uh, it was, it was eye opening. And from the other side as well, I realized, um, what it was like to, you know, really work outside of the home. Cause I did always work outside the home, except my last couple of years when I was working from home teaching online Mm -hmm. for homeschoolers. But but like going away, like traveling for work and things like that has, has a whole other different kind of stress and a whole other appreciation yeah. for somebody who goes out and, and does that. But um, but yeah, I think it's um, they argue the studies because I did read a couple of studies after this. They argue between year five and seven being the hardest. No, a husband. So we were laying in bed the other night and I had just gotten back from L.A. My flight had been delayed twice. I got, I drove home an hour and a half from Tampa. I got in, we were laying in bed and he just started in on, and then she said this, and then Brian did that. And then so-and-so did this. And then you don't understand. I had so much to do and blah, 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 blah. And I turned and I looked at him and he, and I said, now I know what it's like to be a husband and come home and listen to a wife complain about the kids because I was sitting there listening to basically what I've been every time he left. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. And so I felt like I also feel blessed that I've been able to see both sides. Right. 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 Like you've seen both sides now because it can be hard when you only have the one perspective of the wife who stays home and deals with the kids all the time. Are you touching? I'm sorry. Do you have warm fuzzies? I had the warm (laughs) fuzzies for you. Anyway, the point is, I think that throughout your relationship as well, not only does it ebb and flow, but you can start to see the other person's perspective because you will eventually share part of their role or do part of the things or some of the things that they've had to do. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Aww. My eyes always glaze over when we talk about marriage for some reason. I don't know why. Because <laughs> you're just so happy. Yeah. Yeah. Dave said it's hard in this role with what we do. Right? That's yeah. Meaning he's now like I, I got home and I looked. I looked. I got home and I looked at the laundry room and I was like, <sighs> he didn't do a single load of laundry while I was gone. And I was like, Dave what is the deal? What happened? And he's like, look, everything else got done. Don't start in on me now. And I was like, it's fine. I will do it. I'm not, it's not a big deal, but can you at least tell me if the, if the wash that's in the washing machine is newly wet or if this is days old? And he's like, I washed that same load three times. And I was like, okay, got it. I get it. And so I washed it again, which we've all been in that spot where we've been so busy that you wash the same load four times. Mm -hmm. But I was just verifying how the wetness of the laundry and the smell of the laundry so that I could either wash it again or switch it. Right. But it was, I just looked at him and I was like, no, no, he's done. He's had it. So it's yeah. like, mom's home. Let's do this. Yeah. But yeah. So anyway, <sighs> good old marriage. Anyway, um, it was, uh, quite the episode here. Yeah. We, we were all over the damn map today. Yes, we were. And that's, fucking disaster we cannot say that i don't I, think we're putting an e on this episode because you like disaster is me all, not you you said because you disaster no, be, no. rewind the tape. rewind no. it because i'm just saying it was the phone rang it was a disaster i mean we were we couldn't even get we were an hour and a half late i think listen that's just how we're living these days we are but anyway if you want predictability this is not the place <laughs> Guys, uh, if you have been keeping up with uh, my butt. The Kardashians? Oh. It's better. Thank you all so much for asking. Janet is healing. N literally no one asked. but We called her butt boil Janet. She's gone. Evicted. Um, anyway, join us next week for another episode of Take It. Or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast hosted by two struggling moms. <laughs> I did it on purpose. You did. Let's do every other word. Let's switch it up. Who have no idea <laughs> <laughs> what we're doing. doing. All right, guys. Catch but you next love week. Love you. Love your faces. <laughs> that was me making fun of you. No, I I get it. Okay. Rude. Mm -hmm. Here's me making fun of you. Hey, guys. We'll bring the horses on saddle down back <laughs> next week over yonder. You hear? See you then. Warm, fuzzy. <laughs> Four score and seven years ago. Over Did and I, out. What am I, Abe Lincoln who rides a horse? <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Love you. Bye.